Hey guys, Travis D here. Uh, welcome back to our show. I know we've been gone for a while. Uh, took a little uh, summer vacation, if you will. Uh, and we'll talk more about that in the episode here uh, coming up. Uh, Cartoon Joe and I did a two-hour live stream uh, for this episode and the next episode to be released. Uh, we enjoy doing them. Uh, we enjoy talking to those who call in and look forward to doing them more in the future. But uh, I want to start this out a little bit differently. Uh, before we kind of get into the fun of the show and the conversations that we had. Uh, it's no secret that uh, there's a lot going on uh, overseas in Afghanistan. Uh, especially um, over the last few days. Um, for those of you who watch the news, listen to the news, turn the news on. Look at your uh, news feed on Facebook. Check out TikTok or whatever social media uh, you guys partake in. Um. We do. Uh, we've heard about the attack on the airport in Kabul, Afghanistan, uh, this past Thursday that um, ended up losing numerous lives in it, uh, especially 13 members of the U.S. military. Uh, back in 2016, there was a terrorist attack at a nightclub in Orlando where Cartoon Joe um, wanted to and. Um, welcomed him to go ahead and list off the names of the victims of that attack. And if you guys could spare the moment for me to do the same for the 13 military lives that we lost, uh, I'll go ahead and read off who they were, give you a second after each name to allow a, uh, a brief prayer to the family of the fallen, and hopefully we could kind of start to realize that regardless of what our political beliefs are, what our political parties we back, who we like and don't like in the government, we kind of start moving on from that and realize that, you know, we are a country of one and we need to kind of stand together and we need to start remembering that. Marine Corps Staff Sergeant Darren T. Hoover, Salt Lake City. Marine Corps Sergeant Johanny Rosario Picardo, Lawrence, Massachusetts. Marine Corps Sergeant Nicole L. Gee, Sacramento, California. Marine Corps Corporal Hunter Lopez, Indio, California. Marine Corps Corporal Deegan W. Page, Omaha. Marine Corps Corporal Humberto A. Sanchez, Loganport, Indiana. Marine Corps Lance Corporal David L. Espinoza, Rio Bravo, Texas. Marine Corps Lance Corporal Jared M. Schmitz, St. Charles, Missouri. Marine Corps Lance Corporal Riley J. McCollum, Jackson, Wyoming. Marine Corps Lance Corporal Dylan R. Marola, Rancho Cucamonga, California. Marine Corps Lance Corporal Kareem M. Nikawi, Norco, California. Navy Hospitalman Maxton W. Soviak, Berlin Heights, Ohio. Army Staff Sergeant Ryan C. Noss, Coryton, Tennessee. Thank you. We're back again. Now, 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 we're back again. Oh, no, no, we're back again. It's so nice to hear the song again. Oh, yeah. 
I choose not to listen to it unless I'm editing or uh, doing the podcast. Nice. Joey. Yes. How are you? How are you doing? Are you? I'm glad. How was your summer? Was it well? It was nice. It was. uh, Yeah. It was busy. I believe it. I believe it. And that's why it was okay with us taking this little break here, you know, regardless of the fact that people who aren't really our bosses questioning what we're doing. Fuck them. Right? Monsters. Fools. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like don't get me wrong. Like, I, I I, wouldn't mind if, like, if fans came up to us, like, and messaged us saying, like, hey, what's going on with this freaking show? Is it over? Blah, blah. It's like, no, we're not over. You know, Cartoon Joe's busy during the summer. I'm busy during the summer. You know, it's just it was just smarter for us to take a break away from the show than just giving lackluster episodes. Absolutely. Yeah. Is that is that a hairspray you're putting in? No, I'm uh, rinsing out my coffee pot. Mm, nice cold brew, cold brew coffee. Uh, pot? No, no, I'm no. Uh, I have coffee. Like regular, like you like like drip coffee. Yeah. No kidding. I thought you had a Keurig. No, 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 no. Nothing against it. I just don't own one. I, uh, I drink too much coffee at home. I'd, it'd be too expensive. <laughs> gotcha. The dude entered. Welcome, dude. That dude. Um, yeah, so anyway, so it's one thing like when a fan like comes up and like is asking us about what's going on, but it's another thing with somebody who thinks that uh, they're going to question the shit we do. Not naming any names, but we know who. Uh, we sent their message like, "What's going on with the show? How come there's no episodes coming out?" I said, "Fuck you, dude. None of your business." Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, we have over 220 episodes released of this podcast that if people are missing us. They can easily go back and listen to the old ones, which they do. True. So I mean, they're all archived here on Podbean. They're all uh, available on uh, Google Podcasts and iTunes and uh, Spotify. I mean, they are everywhere. So if people do miss us, they can always go back and listen to us. Because one of the things is, uh, and I think that we do really well here, is yes, we talk about like current events and what's going on in today, but we just also talk about random things like history and play like little goofy games that you don't have to listen to on a, in an episodic kind of way, right? So um, I think that's what kind of helps us be like entertaining to everyone. Now, obviously, episodes like you know, like the Oscar episodes. I mean, yeah, maybe you have to kind of like listen and watch you know listen to those right. around the oscars but things like what i'm excited for fucking this freaky show in october oh, um, yeah. right that's not that's not something you have to listen to at that time right the, the dude abides perfect 100 i actually just watched the big lebowski uh again um probably for the first time in like eight nine years uh like two weeks ago it was um it brought back a lot of memories. And that one thing that I realized about that movie is uh, there were like, uh, there was one part that I hated and it kind of made me hate the movie. Oh. And it was the, um, oh, geez. I think it was the, what the fuck episode or not episode scene. It was a scene where he was like floating around and shit. I wasn't a big fan of like, I think he got knocked out or something like that. And he was floating around to the song. I think the man and me, I think it was by Kenny Rogers. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> And he, like, um, he goes down the bowling alley or whatever. Yes, yeah. For some reason, that just really fucking like bored me and annoyed me because like it did like lead to anything other than like just like a goofy scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I love the movie. I think it's funny. I think it's awesome, and it's interesting to kind of see um, actors perform yeah. that as compared to like other things like i mean i think uh oh, who, who's the guy who plays the dude i just lost jeff his bridges. name jeff bridges um that was probably my first jeff bridges movie i watched but seeing him in other things like the villain in iron man or uh playing john wayne's character in true grit oh yeah it's that range that's really cool and um and the right. guy who play, the guy who played uh harry in dumb and dumber jeff daniels Oh, yeah. Like his range. Amazing. Absolutely. It's kind of cool to go back and watch that stuff. And uh, obviously over the summer, with with my work schedule, there is no, like, free time to do a lot of shit. No. So shut the fuck up, Donnie. 100%. (laughs) Over the line, my favorite scene. That's my favorite scene. Over the fucking line. (laughs) The lead game spoke. (laughs) I love – 
Uh, I don't drive on Shabbat. <laughs> I don't fucking roll. <laughs> Such a good one. Fucking uh, Sam Elliott's in it, which is entertaining too. And, oh, God. Um, but uh, with my work schedule, I don't get a lot of free time to go out and do stuff, so I spend a lot of time indoors, inside. Oh, yeah. sure. And uh, I've been watching a lot of movies and a lot of TV shows and stuff over the last couple months. And uh, one of the biggest ones, I've been watching uh, Boy Meets World. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah. Does it hold up? Oh, God, it's amazing. It, I, it's goofy because, like, it's – when you get into the older years is where, like, I find it more entertaining. Like, season one, season two are kind of eh for me. I think I like more of the uh, Corey Topanga um, romance uh, story arc yeah. that Boy Meets World has as compared to, like, just him and Sean being kind of goofy in, like, like, middle school. So once they hit high school, it gets a, a lot better. Um, especially seeing that guy Soupley, I think I pronounced his name right, but uh, the big dude uh, who lost all that weight hmm. uh, was pretty cool because, like, I mean, I've seen him in like Remember the Titans, and uh, I think he was in Friday Night Lights or he was in some kind of football movie other than Remember the Titans. My name is Earl and shit like that. So to see him uh, back then and how big, because I think back then he was like he was he was actually around my weight. That's why, like, when we did the last wow. live stream, I compared him to me. Even though oh, now that gotcha. I went back and looked at him, I really like, ah, we don't really have the same body structure, but we did have the same weight. Right. Um, but, like, to see him now, I think he's, like, 275. And huh. uh, so, um, yeah, but, I mean, it was cool to kind of see, like, some other people that they had in there that um, you kind of see around. Uh, do you, you remember Boy Meets World? Yeah, I didn't watch yeah. it. So the actress, the actress who plays Lauren, but, yeah, but, but you remember Lauren, the the ski, uh, Stafford, the girl at the ski lodge. Yeah, I think the so. One who, the one who came in between like Topanga and him. <laughs> yep. Do you know who she is? No. She's Hawkeye's wife. What? Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> I was sitting there and I, like I was looking her up. I was like, I wonder if she has been in anything like big since then. And, uh, yeah, she was in a couple of Avenger movies. She was also uh, Will Ferrell's wife in uh, Daddy's Home. Huh. So Linda yeah. Cardellini. Yeah, so she was actually in uh, bigger things than uh, the actual main characters of the fucking show. No kidding. Yeah. That's the way to do it. 100%. Yeah, so you get, get, your, get, your, get your foot in the door on something that's huge, but you only have a small part in, and then yep. go on to do bigger things. Yeah, and I think and it's got to be like a Disney deal kind of thing. Like, I'm assuming somebody from Diesel went up to her and was like, listen, lady, um, we're going to put you in a role that people are going to fucking hate you because you're tearing up America's couple. But don't worry. In like 25 years from now, you're going to be a wife of an right? Avenger. She was right? also Velma and Scooby-Doo. Yes, I did notice that too. I don't know. Is it the Velma? Does like is it the Scooby movie that actually matters? There's like that weird, goofy spoof spinoff bullshit one. Uh, I think it's the original. It's not the one with Fred Prince Jr. In it, right? I don't know. I'm on the INDP page, so I can tell you in a second. Mm. Right, because Fred Prince Jr. did play uh, Freddy, right? Or am I getting shit mixed up? Oh well, yeah, that is that one. Yeah, where is he it plays that one? Fred. Okay. Huh. His picture there makes him look a lot like Ryan Gosling. <laughs> I think back in the day he was kind of Ryan Gosling esque. Yeah, sort of. Uh, 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 he is to Ryan Gosling as like, um, God, what is his name? Toby Maguire was to Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> yeah, I did get those two mixed up. I think I did that when uh, the Spider Man movie came out. Yeah, well, yeah. those are my favorite. Uh, did you ever watch Celebrity Deathmatch? Yes. Yeah, my favorite celebrity death match was was Jake Gyllenhaal versus Tobey Maguire. Mm. If uh, if uh, celebrity death match was to come out this year, could you could you fill out a celebrity death match card with current uh, celebrities? I guess like what, like what who would like, I want to fight? Want to see like, fight? Like who do you think they would do? Not so much oh. as you want to, but who do you think they would? Because obviously, a lot of their celebrity death matches were um, associated to what was going on in the world, right? Um, I'm assuming Biden and Trump's got to be one of them. Yeah, that's got to be one for sure. Right. I'm assuming uh, uh, Scarlet Witch and somebody from Disney. Right. Like, you've heard about that, right? 
No. The, law, the whole lawsuit thing? Oh, with Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But she would come out as Black Widow. 100%. Right. Oh, yeah. She would destroy all of it. It would probably be like Black Widow versus Mickey Mouse. Oh, my God. You're probably exactly right. It would have to be right. That, that's that's what ex, it, that's what exactly it would be. Hundred yep. percent. And they'd have to wait. They'd have to wait two years to do it because uh, Mickey Mouse doesn't enter the public domain until I think next year. <laughs> that I did not know. Yep. Yeah, Disney got a special. They were like they they changed copyright law so they could keep Mickey a little bit longer, like 50, 50 or seventy five years. I can't remember which, but interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. What else, what else is going on in this world that would be celebrity deathmatch worthy? Oh, gosh. I don't even know. I've, like, so unplugged myself lately. Well, tell me about your summer, then. What 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 did you do yeah. over the summer? Well, I mostly worked. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was working at the hospital, and so that was, that was, like, 40 hours a week and then 20 hours at the church mm-hmm. every week. And I know 60 hours isn't a lot for some people, but going from doing nothing to... Yeah. Doing a lot of physical labor all day was a lot for me. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, you're done with the, you're done with the uh, hospital now, right? I am, I am. I'm, I'm out, been out for two weeks. That's good, man. So I took a little break just at home, uh, catching up on church stuff and finding people to cover mm-hmm. for me. And then I took an actual vacation last week, which was nice. Awesome. So, That's good. Yeah, man. went to uh, Pennsylvania for a couple of days to see the Dutch. No, just to hang out in the cabin, get get real drunk. What do you mean the cabin? In a cabin, sorry. Oh, okay. I was like, do you have a fucking cabin I don't know about? I wish. <laughs> of course, I-, I wish I had a cabin. I would then also tell you about it, though. Right. I'd be like, hey, I'm going up to the cabin. Do you want to come hang out in my cabin? Right. That's 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 where you, that's where the term the or that's where the word a becomes the. Right. I'd say it so often that. Uh, You'd get to the point, you'd be like, say my cabin one more time. Find a way to work that in. <laughs> say my cabin one more time. Ah, geez. Um, so no, you, it was a good time. Yeah, we're, we're, so you spent last week where now? Uh, I spent the uh, the first, so uh, uh, our Uncle Paul got remarried, which I'm sure yes. you knew. Uh, so uh, Maddie and I drove down for that okay. last Sunday. Boy, that grasshopper looks almost like it's in my kitchen, but it's not. Sorry. Distracted. Um, uh, <laughs> Ooh, bird. Right? No, it's it's sitting like like on the screen, in between the screen and the mm-hmm. uh, the glass of my sliding glass door. Well, yeah, he's trying to, and, trying to listen to this amazing podcast. Yeah, right? Anyway, uh, so we drove down for that, and then I went home with uh, uh, Houston, Houston and Michael, and yep. uh, stayed at Houston's for a couple of days, and then... Uh, Hopped in the car with uh, GCR and Rob Bass from Geekcast Live, and we went out to uh, Pennsylvania for the weekend. Um, came back Sunday. Got it. So it was like a guys' weekend. Yeah. Well, uh, we were meeting a bunch of people out in. Uh, so we're we're part of this Game of Thrones group on Facebook that all of the uh, all of the Game of Thrones groups call it the big group because there's like, I think at its peak there was like ninety three thousand members. I think it's back down to a much more manageable sixty thousand. Okay. Now that the show's over, <laughs> but uh, uh, just a, a bunch of people from the big group got together. Um, actually, a guy from uh, Paprika Seed from Paprika, Daryl Daryl, uh, from Paprika, uh, got engaged to uh, his longtime sweetie Leslie. Oh, well, good for while you're out there. So that was, awesome. that was fantastic. Congratulations, uh, Seed and and Leslie. Mm-hmm. Uh, many happy returns, et cetera, and so forth. But yeah, it was a good time. It was a very good time. Um, spent most of the time just like uh, either asleep or reading. <laughs> if that tells you. Have <laughs> you been reading Phantom Tollbooth? No, I started a new book. Um, although I did read some Phantom Tollbooth this morning. Oh, there you yeah, I, I didn't read it because I didn't know what we were doing today. Fair. So we'll push off the next chapter for our book club, our effing book club, um, on uh, our next episode. Because I, I, I know, like, I know, like, usually when we do these lives and everything, <laughs> you know, sometimes we'll like have people come on and we'll talk and everything. And I don't know who's going to be on, especially if it was us doing this like early in the day during the weekday, right? Uh, normal people are working, so yeah. Um, I didn't want to do it, and all of a sudden not get to it. 
Uh, so, and I don't want to be, like, I don't want to do it. Be two I get hours to and you got to break up the audio cause you're probably going to get yeah. shows out of it. And yeah. Yeah. And I'd, I'd rather take this time to kind of like catch up on what we're doing and kind of talk about plans. Kind of like a, like, like a board meeting for uh, this freaking show that we're going nice. to include people in. So Public they kind of get like, right. Yeah. Like uh, what those uh the fucking um yeah like those uh those those town meetings and shit that uh, my brother is now a part of because he's a trustee of our town. Oh, he got elected. He won. He did. He did. He did. Nice. He did win. Um, they had a they actually had a trustee who had to resign because he moved out of town. It was a big scandal, whatever. Um, and I thought that they're going to take time to fill that spot, but apparently they're going to just appoint somebody. And the person that they're appointing, apparently some people aren't happy with because in like the mid nineties, this guy was a trust, excuse me, this guy was a trustee in the mid nineties. And there was some like lawsuit bullshit going on where they had to like resign and stuff. And uh, so people aren't happy with that. I'm not quite sure, but it's going to definitely test. uh, It's going to definitely test Nick uh, in his trustee role. So um nice they have a board meeting tonight i was thinking about going i'm not quite sure but um i love public board meetings of local government i they are interesting they are it's just um a lot of the stuff that they've been doing lately is like renewing liquor licenses and uh uh self-approving fucking bills for shit so it hasn't been like that exciting over the last couple weeks they are looking to re uh rebuild our downtown area to make it look more nice and uh pleasing to the eye but their ideas suck (laughs) so you know they they want they want to take the two-lane road and make it a one-way road they want to put these arches at the end of each road to say piaton on i'm like fucking why i hate that i hate that shit what what did they do did they drive up to like lincoln square in chicago and see the the arch over lincoln square and be like that's a good idea I can only People assume. seem to like Lincoln Square because of these arches. <laughs> it has nothing to fucking do with the fact that there's yeah. really great food and drink and yeah. things to do on those couple of blocks. Yeah. Absolutely nothing to do with that. It's the one-way road and the and the arches. Yeah. They, um, they almost... <laughs> They almost no, it's fine. But you're 100 right. They almost went parallel parking until people bitched enough about that to get rid of that idea. It, it, it's just goofy shit. Uh, Second Street. They bought Second Street Saloon. They're going to tear it down for a parking lot. What? No. Yeah. yeah so Second Street Saloon will be no more. I mean, wow. granted, yeah, the building's been vacant for seven years, but I mean, it's it's Second Street Saloon, you know? Uh, so they're tearing that down. But yeah, they're, it, it's goofy shit. I guess they're going to extend, I think, I think they're expanding the sidewalks, which also makes no sense, but. Yeah. Um, I like expanding this. I like outdoor, outdoor spaces that are more pedestrian friendly. Well, yeah, but, but, I mean, but the there's not of, a lot of you got to get people to the downtown so that they can then walk on those sidewalks, and it's not. Yeah, but those sidewalks are only like six feet wide. Are they really? Yeah, I could lay down oh, nice. and I could lay down foot to the building, and my head wouldn't even hit the side, the dry uh, street yet. Hmm. But it's like they. I don't. First okay. off, like I. I can understand why they'd want to extend it if it was more for like, you know, bicycles and scooters and shit like that to go down yeah. as well. But they don't allow that in downtown Piazza. Oh, jeez. So well, I would it, do it for outdoor dining. Yeah, but there's nothing. But but the only place uptown that does dining is the diner on the corner, which they don't do outdoor dining. They could maybe, but they won't. And Game On, which they have the back patio. Right. The rest of them are just bars, bowling alleys. The Legion, the Legion has their own little thing on, on a different road. It, it's, it's goofy stuff that they want to do. That they're, they're really good at kind of fucking spinning shit to make it sound pleasing to, you know, the town. Um, right. But I'm not a big fan of it. I think it's a waste of money, especially those fucking arches that say Piatone. Because like, first off, it's not like you're driving down Main Street from one town to the next and you're going to cross it. You literally have to go into the town to see them. And it's not like you're off some kind of fucking pier or anything to acknowledge it from a boat. It's it's literally just you're making arches to say Piatone for the people who are already in the fucking town. Right. Yeah, and it's not, it's not like it's on the edges of town or anything like that. So that it's like, hey, you're here. You made it. Yeah. Now, yeah. one of the cool things they did do, um, and uh, I, I had the idea. I mean, everyone, everyone has this idea, but I thought that they should do it a couple years ago. Um, 
is uh, in Mantino, which is six miles south of us. And I'm assuming other towns probably do it too. I just never really noticed it. They do those like uh, veteran banners for mm. you know the town. You know the, the 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 townspeople who went to the military, came back, became veterans. They made like a banner for them and their uh, their branch and all that stuff. So they right. started doing stuff like that. So um, I'm gonna put I'm gonna submit one for Aqua Colin just because I know he'd hate it. <laughs> But it would make me feel good. So, heard that. Yeah. Uh, I'm enjoying a Bloody Mary for the first time. I don't know how long. Nice. And I gotta say, I think I don't. I don't remember which mix I have. I'm gonna have to look. A little too thick for me. Hmm. Gotta add more vodka. Dilute it. Well, um, I followed the instructions on the side of the bottle where it says get a 16 ounce glass, fill it with ice. Put four ounces of the mix and an ounce of uh, vodka in it. Gotcha. So I found it. I think it's just. I think it's just you have to wait a minute for the for the ice to melt to dilute it down and all that sort of stuff. So it's but oh man, who has time for that? It's good, but it's thick. Yeah, that's the problem. Oh man. So church, how's uh, how's the church going? Oh, uh, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It was nice to have some time away. I, I'm I'm so burned out on it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like uh, and man, at the risk of this getting out to my congregants in any way. If you um, if you start it with with all due respect, it it negates anything you said. Yeah, with all due respect, I love my people. I, I think that they're wonderful yeah. human beings. I really love to serve them. Uh, yeah, it, it's great. That being said. I have lost a tremendous amount of faith in the institution. Okay. And I just like, I can't get people to show up to a s'mores night on a Monday mm-hmm. night, even though it happens regularly. Like, like it's, it's every other Monday night yeah. out in front of the church. Um, how are we supposed to get people who are not part of the church to come to church things? On Sundays, if you can't show up on a Monday night and eat some fucking marshmallows, true, true. <laughs> you know, have you ever? It's just, I just don't get it. I don't understand how yeah. they think. Like I can't. Pastors can only do so much. Yeah, I'm. I'm a good public speaker. Mm-hmm. I can put together a presentation that'll blow some people out of the water if I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't matter as much as as you as a person in the pews inviting your friends and saying, Hey, I really like it here. I think you'd really like it here because we're friends. Do you think that one of the issues with getting people into the church is that it's, I don't want to use the word dated, but it's kind oh, of like, absolutely. We're very traditional in our yeah. worship service. And I, I, I think that's what, I think that's a problem that a lot of the churches are finding nowadays. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. like, I, I know a lot of people who, Talk about their churches. Uh, I have a chiropractor who is phenomenal. If you ever have any issues, like chiropractic wise, I know a guy. Fucking phenomenal, nice. amazing dude. Shout out Dr. Anko in uh, Facebook or in Frankfurt. <laughs> uh, awesome fucking dude. Um, I've seen him once a week for the last three months trying to kind of fix my body because I've been falling apart for the last three months. Uh, ever since I turned 32, I kind of started oh. going downhill. Uh, which is weird because when I, when I hit 30 is when everything went to shit too. So it's weird. Uh, mm-hmm. But a lot of that has to do with weight and uh, that's my own fault. But um, I've talked to him about church. I've talked to my friends about church. Um, not so much family. Um, I think of, I think of our, our, our connected family. Uh, I think you and I are probably the most church people of everybody. Probably. Um, but everyone wants to talk about the new modern churches, the you know the Christian rock song churches, mm-hmm. not not the psalms, not the organs, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I think a lot of that has to do with just it, just changing of times. You know, the Emmanuel yeah. Church in Piatone here still gets like you know they still get a decent crowd, but those are the people that have been going to that church for you know 20, 30 years. People who are my age now are going there when they're like seven, eight years old with their parents, and mm-hmm. they just develop a tradition where it just keeps growing. But you know, nowadays everyone wants you know the 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 feel of being energized. And right. They want they want to go to a concert and listen to a TED talk. Yeah, exactly. And which is fine. I'm not. I I'm saying that with a lot of vitriol in my voice. 
No, but you know that's the best There's, way to. I've never heard know, it described that way, but that's the yeah. exact way as because it, it it's it's hundred percent different. There's nothing inherently wrong with it. I'm not. No. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not angry about it because there's anything wrong with it. I'm angry about it because of the number of of churches that are like that that give you a good feeling and you walk out feeling good and energized, but they didn't yeah. actually tell you anything or change your life in any way. Yeah. And that's what pisses me off. And like my church isn't doing any better in terms of discipleship and, and getting people to change their lives and, and live more Christian lives. Mm-hmm. But like, I, it's just, it's so frustrating to me that like people don't, people don't actually want to be part of a Christian community. They don't want to be told how to live their lives in a way that's actually good for them. They want to do whatever the fuck they want and then feel good about it Sunday morning. Yeah. And I hate that. <laughs> it really bothers me. Yeah, it's, it, it's a different world, man. It's it's one of the things where, like, they, they assume that if they did the smallest thing that, you know, that they're the, the greatest thing in the world. Right. And, it, you it's, know, it's, it's just, it's, it's that old adage, you know, uh, sitting in a garage doesn't make you a car. Sitting in a church doesn't turn you into a Christian. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's one of those things that like, if you don't live it, you're not, I mean, it's not, it's yeah. not. Well, and that's what like that. some of the most Christian people I know don't even go to church because churches aren't doing that. They're not giving mm-hmm. people anything to change their lives. Yeah. And I don't know. And I, I'm, well, I'm guilty of it. I think that's part of why I'm so angry about it is because I'm just like, I tried for the first probably year mm-hmm. really, really hard and then burned out and then COVID hit and I've been on autopilot and that's even more exhausting. Yeah. But see, Joe, I, I've always, I've always seen you at more of the, the more today modern churches. I think, I think you strive a lot more in that environment. Yeah, probably. Because the thing is like listening to the way you talk and I've listened to, I've watched a lot of your Facebook lives and stuff like that. Like the way you talk, I can definitely see you being like, you know, more in front of uh, an electric guitar drums kind of song now don't get me wrong like once in a while i don't mind a good hymn like i mean i don't yeah i mean I, I enjoy the organ from time to time and uh but the thing is like like when it, it, it no offense to god in any way it gets boring after a while oh it's for just, sure for you know sure. it's it's just like well, i mean well, it's be, the same thing you got to mix it up a little bit for sure yeah yeah if you can find so. a way to do both i think it'd be incredible yeah but well, that's what get, actually i was talking to with my my board chair recently Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know how it's going to go. Uh, she and I seem to be on the same page, which is good. Yeah. Because uh, generally speaking, when she and I are on the same page, uh, whatever we want happens. Gotcha. <laughs> you <Okay>. know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I am talking about getting uh, paid a little bit more to work a few more hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of my ideas for like, like, okay, but if, you know, one one of the reasons I'd like more hours is so that I can, do a better job with worship because right now like I'm not paid enough for, and I'm not contracted for enough hours to do more than like the bare minimum. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm not, yep. I'm not trying to be, I'm, I, I would like to think I'm going above and beyond in some ways, mm-hmm. but there, there are things falling through the cracks. That's just how it goes when you can only work 20 hours a week. Yeah. You know, and I'm not, I'm just not willing. Like I'm, I'm sorry for being this way. But I'm not willing to put in more than 20 hours of work if you're not willing to pay me for more than 20 hours of work. Well, yeah, at the end of the day, it's you know? a job. Right. And I've said this all along, too. You pay me for 30 hours, I'll probably work 40. Yeah. Because, because if you pay me enough for those 30 hours, then I can afford mm-hmm. to work the other 10 and not feel like I'm being taken advantage of. Yeah. You know? I get it. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but that's one of the things we're talking about is uh, uh, either starting – a second service that's just contemporary or finding a way to do a blended, you know, maybe, maybe the beginning of worship every week is the, the organ uh, for the prelude, okay. you know, and then yeah. it maybe moves right from the organ into two or three uh, contemporary Christian rock songs. Yeah. And then we do the opening prayer and the call to worship. And then we, you know, or maybe the call to worship is part of the, maybe, maybe the music is the call to worship. I don't know. Yeah. What time does your church so, start? Is that 10 o'clock? 10.30. 10.30 on Sundays. Yeah. See, I think that's a good time to start. I remember like back in the day, like church being at like 8, 9 o'clock. Yeah. Way too, that's way too fucking early for any kid. Yeah. They're just antsy. They're, they're fucking still like kind of getting awake and shit. Um, 10.30 I think is great, but I do like the idea of having both, you know, because yeah. 
Uh, and that's the biggest problem is like, I mean, I don't, cause I don't know your congregation. I don't know. I'm assuming they're all seventies, eighties, maybe got a couple of 40, 50 year olds. Yeah. So my, then, my young people, let me put it yeah. in, in this perspective. My young people are in their mid fifties. <laughs> so, and, and that's, and that's the only problem that like a lot of the churches has, like if they're not bringing their kids with and their kids still don't live in the area and they don't have that connection to God that maybe mm-hmm. the parents still have, they're not going to come and it's not going to grow, you know, and yep. it, it, it takes a fine group of people to sit there and, you know, tell a buddy like, Hey, what are you doing on Sunday? You want to go to church with me? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the only reason I ever went to church is because their experience became born again, Christians. They were church hunting. I stopped yeah. over at Derek's on a Saturday and said, Oh, we're going to church tomorrow. If you want to go with, and I said, yeah, sure. You know, and they, they made a community and, you know, they developed Bible studies and all this other stuff. And it's things like that. that I think really helps. And, yep. Like I said, I, I I don't mind a traditional church once in a while, but I mean that's that's not who we are anymore in this in, right. this, in this age. You know that's yeah. you know people look at that shit and they think of you know right like well, they, 1800s, they, early they hear the organ and they assume that we hate gay people. And it's just like no, yeah, yeah that's, we're that's actually, we're we're the only LGBTQ affirming church in our neighborhood mm-hmm. because the other church is Catholic and the other church is uh, Independent Fundamentalist Baptist. Independent what? Fundamentalist Baptist. I have no idea what that means. I know what a Baptist yeah. is, but I don't know the independent fundamental. Yeah, part. so like so Baptists generally are part of like uh, like the Southern Baptist Conference or something. Mm-hmm. So they're like they're part of a denomination. Gotcha. A lot of uh, independent Baptists are people who have they're, they're churches that have split off from the larger denomination. Yeah. And they're independent. They don't they don't work with any other churches uh, directly. Gotcha. And so, and, and typically the reason that they've broken away is because they've decided that the fundamentals that they feel st- most strongly about are actually the true faith, unlike those mm-hmm. heretics at the church we broke away from. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Do you guys do, uh, do, you guys do Bible studies? No, that's one thing I'd like to start. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's the... another thing. Like, I just can't, I don't have, I just don't feel like, I don't, I don't have it in me to, to plan a Bible study if I'm not being paid for it. Well, I mean, like after you, know. you get the extension on hours. When, when, when I get the extension, absolutely, I'll have Bible study. Yeah. What about yeah. uh? What about what about like youth group kind of things? Like start like uh, like I've trying tried. to start so, those. Yeah. Um, I've got I have one youth. Okay. Uh, which is a start. I'm very happy I've got this one youth. She's now how great. how old is the youth? She just turned fourteen. She just turned fourteen. Okay. Yeah. So she's going to be the one that you're going to need to go to, but getting yep. other. Like classmates to the yep. church. Yeah. So she and I are working on, uh, there's a local food kitchen yeah. uh, called the Friendship Center yeah. that uh, we're going to start volunteering at and mm-hmm. she's going to bring her friends to. That's that's yeah. going to be our youth group activity. Um, have, you ever, uh, have you ever thought about asking her what, what the church could change to get more people? You know, it's crossed my mind, but I just haven't had a chance to do it. I would, I would, I would think about doing that because I mean, it's like uh, I forget what the hell those are called, uh, but uh, focus group kind of thing. Yeah. So like just, just asking her, like, "Hey, you come here. Obviously, you enjoy doing it. Is right. there something you else enjoy you enjoy this enough that you actually teach the Sunday school when we have kids that are young enough to go to Sunday school? Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, yeah. I would, I would just ask. I would, I would ask for her. Like, it's like if I, if I, if we could get more young. Uh, people into the church. Yeah, I'm trying to find a way to word this where it doesn't sound like pedophilia. No, I like <laughs> understand though, and that's but yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. That is like but that's, that's how it's one do of it. the reasons that I haven't sat down with her is because you know, but pre-pandemic she's 12. Yeah, and I just like I'm uncomfortable. Not that I would do anything. Not that she would do anything. But I'm uncomfortable sitting in private with a 12 year old girl. Yeah. Well, do you guys do that uh, like post like uh, like service like donut coffee mm-hmm. social thing, or is that kind of out because of pandemics? We we uh, we stopped for a long time, but we did yeah. start it again in May. I would just ask her during there during yeah. that time. Well, that's just, what she actually that was that was one of the reasons I'm excited about the friendship center was because she did come up to me after church and she was like, "Hey, I really want to volunteer at the friendship center through the church." Yeah, and I was that's like, "Great, cool. be in touch. We'll figure it out." Yeah. Yeah, so. I, mean, she, I think I think she'll be a key point in trying to get people to go to church. Mm-hmm. Like something like like I I I've been trying to get back into church uh, for a while now, and this is even like pre pandemic. It's just like like I I've always told people like I have a strong belief in God. I don't need to go to church because I know where my faith lies. Mm-hmm. But it's like you said, it's like it's like it. Just because you say it doesn't mean you are. 
You know, it's right. It, there, there is a point where you have to kind of make time and show how much you care. Um, and if I can't get up at fucking nine o'clock in the morning on a Sunday to go sit in a pew or a chair surrounded by other people with the same beliefs I have, then there's really no, there's no way. There's, I'm not doing my job as a Christian. Mm. Um, but every time I look at churches, I look at like Hickory Creek in Frankfurt because it's more of an updated, it's more of a modern church. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because those, it's those songs that really like connect to me. Like when I yeah. when I when I go at work when I'm at work and I'm driving around in that truck and I'm picking up samples I'm listening to 97.9 all day and that's uh, Shine FM I don't know if you get it oh up yeah there. Shine okay yeah, yeah yeah but I listen to it all day in the truck just because it I mean that's the that's the music that I connect with uh, especially like nowadays because mm-hmm. I don't get me wrong I love my country music I love my rock music but in in fucking 2020 2.0 that we fucking live in right now. Yeah, no shit. Um, I need that sense of faith and belief, and 97.9 helps with that shit. Nice. Uh, especially, like, when they do, uh, uh, I think, like, Saturday evenings, Sundays, they do, like, you know, um, uh, or it was Fridays and Sundays, they have people call in and talk about, like, you know, like, what they feel they believe in and, like, you know, like like uh, miracles that happen to them and nice. stuff that, like, build them up and stuff. And, like, just listening to people and, like, how how much people care mm-hmm. is something that I really do miss a lot. And especially nowadays, like, I don't hang out with a lot of people. I don't have a lot of friends nowadays. Everyone's right. moving on with their lives, having families and girlfriends and doing all their other shit or hermiting themselves because, you know, they're still too terrified to – get their own mail, which nothing against it. I get it. Um, but you sit there by yourself for so long, you start fucking thinking about shit. Oh, yeah. And I hate fucking thinking about shit. You know, I just like, yeah. I want to get that shit out of my mind. It's like, no, I don't want to get into my own fucking head. Like, it's like, so-and-so has a girlfriend. Why don't you? It's like, because mm. of this. And it's like, oh, shit, maybe it is. And stuff like that. Um, but to, to, find, to find a way to find an alternative to that and shine fm is one of those big things that did that nice. uh, just, and plus like i said the music is just it hits me more because i like rock music so i think that's what kind of associate like like the right. fact that it's christian rock like that's what hits me mm-hmm. um but I get that. Yeah, 100%, man, i would definitely talk to i would talk to the yeah. girl about at least getting like some kind of more of a youth program put into your church and honestly yeah i would i mean you don't even need like a huge christian band get somebody with an acoustic no, guitar that's what i'm i've honestly i've thought about well and that's that's the challenge is right is is yeah. finding somebody who will do it for little to no money mm-hmm. which is like it's ethically sticky to me because it's like i want to pay people and yeah. it's not like we don't have money we just mm-hmm. have to pretend we don't because it's in a trust <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Yep, and I it's just like for for like fifteen thousand a year, which is yeah. a drop in the bucket in mm-hmm. in many church budgets. Yep. You know, we we'd probably make that money back in a year if we paid somebody fifteen thousand a year to play the guitar once yeah. a week. Yeah. You know, but it's just it's just one of those things. And so yeah, I've been thinking about doing that. I've also talked about like like a lot of people like ten thirty on a Sunday. I personally prefer. Uh, almost any other time on a Sunday, <laughs> uh, which is fine. I don't care. I'll show up whenever they want me to show up. But yeah, I've suggested yeah. like, you know, we've got some people who if they could go to a late night, like two in the morning Saturday, mm-hmm. or I guess it would be Sunday morning technically, but Saturday night, um, they would love that because then they wouldn't have to get up in the morning on Sunday and they'd rather sleep till noon on Sunday anyway. You know, Are you talking about like a post bar sermon? Yeah, interesting. Yeah, and that's what. So, like, I had a my my great grandfather on my mom's side uh, grew up in Evanston, yeah. And at that time in Evanston, that neighborhood, that Catholic church, all of like the milkmen and firemen and policemen of the city lived in that neighborhood, mm-hmm. and so none of them would be at church on Sunday morning because they all had shifts you know, like five in the morning Sunday to deliver milk or overnight or whatever. Yeah. And so the, the priest, and this is, this is good work on the priest's part. This is what I should be doing is actually learning what the community needs and then doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, But the priest looked at his community and saw that, you know, it's not that people didn't want to come to church is that church wasn't at a good time for them. And so he, he started holding a two in the morning, Saturday night into Sunday morning service 
and it was the most packed service of the week. Mm-hmm. Everyone thought he was crazy, but all of the firemen, all of the policemen, all of the milkmen, the nurses, and all the people who were at the bar Saturday night who were like, I'm just going to stop it on my way home so I don't have to go to church tomorrow. <laughs> Makes sense. You know? and, it's, and it's on Sunday. It was right. It was still technically yeah. Sunday. Still technically Sunday. Uh, which, like, I don't, you know, I, I, I believe very strongly in that part of, of Scripture where Jesus says, uh, uh, the Sabbath was made for, for people, not people for the Sabbath. Yeah. It doesn't have to be Sunday. You want to have it on Tuesday in the afternoon? That's fine. Mm-hmm. Pay yeah. me and I'll be there. You yeah. know? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to make it about pay. I'm just saying, you know, I am a professional. I have a master's degree. I've got $60,000 in student debt hanging over my head that I'm going to have to start paying back in January. Yeah. You know, I just, I can't, and, and I have no, I've got no benefits you know, all my health insurance comes from my wife. Thank God. Uh-huh. Uh, but I don't have a retirement plan. My, my retirement plan at this point is to die in the pulpit at like 65 from a heart attack. <laughs> Cause that's statistically what will happen. You know? So, so rather than do that, I'd like to be paid enough money to work 30 hours a week and then probably donate another 20 or 30 hours. Yeah. You know, <laughs> what is the thing too? Is like, you I mean like it, it, it'd be worth more to donate that time if there was, if there was growth and, um, a, you know, a crowd that shows up to your church. Right. I mean, we you know, to get when, to, to volunteer 20, 30 hours for like eight, nine people kind of sucks. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, but that's the thing too, is like, I don't know. It's a, it's a challenge because what we have to mm-hmm. do right now at this point is we have to pretend we have, we, we, sh- what we should do if, if I were a cold hearted businessman, if I were uh, a church planter from a denomination that does church planting, yeah. I would say what we have to do now is close the church and start yeah. it again with a new name and uh, not necessarily a new group of people, but as many new people as we can get, we have to pretend like the old one is dead and yeah. that this is a new thing that's starting. Because so many people are caught up in the old history of it. They remember the glory days and they forget that the glory days happened because of the people who planted the church when they were, you know, kids. Yeah. You know, and so that's, that's what we really have to do. Now I'm not a cold hearted person like that. I can't do that. So what we have to do instead is pretend like we're a church plant and, and act accordingly. You know, you gotta, you gotta bring your friends. You gotta, you know, we, we ought to be spending, you know, my salary aside, we should be spending a minimum, an absolute bare minimum of 100000 a year for the next three years on marketing, on cookouts, on community events, on yeah. whatever. You yeah. know. I agree with that. You know, getting, them to, get, getting them to spend 20000 a year has been a challenge. But what does your board say about that? They don't – I. You haven't brought it up to him yet? No. I've, I've brought up little things that sh- like just very minor things. And this happened way back at the beginning. So I'm just a little gun shy about it. Yeah, but you've been I, there I like waited three years now, right? Up until now. Yeah, but, but you've been there three years now, right? Right. Yeah. Now I've earned their trust. Now I can actually probably say some of these things. I, I, but, I would, man. That's the thing. Cause, and that's, and I, I don't think like you saying it would like look at them like you're being disrespectful. I think they're going to look at you like this guy gives, you know, he gives a crap. He cares. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I, he does it's not like he wants to piss away the money. He wants to invest the money. Right. I want to use and, it. I want to use it so that we yeah. can stay open. Cause otherwise, otherwise, shut her down. Yep. Shut her down. Pay my student loans off. Give me enough money to go back to school for something else because I'm done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and give the rest to charity. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah, it, <laughs> I I got total faith that you could turn it around. But like I said, man, it's it, it's hard to get young kids into a traditional church nowadays. Yeah, it's very hard. <clears throat> so, but it's fine. There was one other thing I was going to say, and then I forgot. Yeah. Oh, oh it was just, I think it was just about um, you know. That money's not doing anything. It's just it's just sitting there. <clears throat> yeah. Type of a thing. Like, oh, I remember now. Way back at the beginning, one of my first suggestions was, um, you've been to my church. You've seen our church sign. Yes. It's just a piece of poster board shoved into an old letterboard box. Yes. 
It looks I, like shit. I thought I thought maybe you guys were in the midst of like a remodel kind of thing for it. Nope, that's just what it's been for the past like four or five years, mm. maybe longer. Um, because because rather than replace the letterboard box that is all dry rotted and crappy, yeah, there was a person in the church at that time who could do like uh, poster design. Like that's her job. Yes. She, she does marketing and stuff. So she did this design and it, it looks, it looked great when it was first made, mm-hmm. but it's a poster, yeah. <laughs> you know, and she had it printed out or whatever. And then just, they just shoved it in there and it's just, that's been our sign since then, you know? And, and so I said, well, why don't we get a new sign? You know, it doesn't have to be a lot of money. We could just replace the, the letterboard on the inside if we wanted, or, we could get a digital sign and it doesn't have to be a super like led, you know, whatever. It could just be, it could just be those, those, uh, yellow lights that turn on and off and make a picture, you know, like you see at any bank. Yeah. And they were just like, no, we can't. Oh, if we put another light up there, the first of all, uh, anyway, they, they were just, we, we'd have to get permission from, from our neighbors across the street. And what if it would keep them up at night? And what if this, and what if that? And I'm just like, the street lights are brighter than what I'm imagining, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so just when that, that little, that one little thing has so derailed me in so many ways, because it's just like, how, how do you get to a point where you are so blind to the problems that exist? that the idea of getting a new church sign is like a no-go. Yeah. How do you, how do you get to that point? Especially that's, thing, that's yeah. fucked up. Well, yeah. The, in fact, that, like, not only is that something that the people who attend the church see, but people in the neighborhood randomly sees yeah. it. So when they drive by and like, they, they notice that, like, even if their mind at that moment is like, you know, we should find a church that we can attend as a family. You drive past the big old church with a poster board sign in front. I was like, yeah, let's see what the next one has to offer. Yeah. And it's the simplest well, thing. It's the simplest yeah. thing that you could just change to give it more of a, yep. a, a pleasing appearance. Right. And uh, it's like, I think it's like $400 maximum to get yeah. an analog, you know, just an old, just a letter board. Mm-hmm. That, like a custom letter board sign that just slots in there. Yeah. Like, and that's, that's a lot of money for something that's analog. But the reason it's $400 is because they know they're only going to charge you at once. Yes. You know, it'll last forever if you take care of it. So you've driven, you've driven by our church before. Yep, I have. Have you noticed the big cross out front? The big white cross? Uh, it doesn't come to mind. It's on, no. it's on Peterson Avenue. So it, it's possible you've never driven past that particular spot. I know when I came up to it, I just drove up to the alley that goes to the parking lot. So gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have on on Peterson Avenue, we have a big white cross. Yeah. And it used to light up. There's, if you, if you take the cover off, it's, it's filled with fluorescent tube lights. Okay. Uh, I don't know when it went out. But when it went out, they decided that whatever it cost to fix it was too much. And so they've never fixed it. Yeah, that's not, that's I've not had good, people man. in the neighborhood who don't go to our church come up to me and be like, why doesn't the cross light up anymore? I really miss it. It was very comforting at night to be able to look out my window and see that cross. You know, I've had the, my, my previous, my predecessor, the reason he and his family started going to that church was because their daughter, every time they drove past the church, would talk about how she wanted to go to the church with the big white cross. Yeah. And they eventually figured it out and became congregants, and then eventually became, he became the pastor there, um, which I don't recommend. That's how I became the pastor also. <laughs> it's not the way to become a pastor of a church. <laughs> I don't recommend it. Zero out of ten. Don't do it. <sighs> Because you'll care way too much, and you won't be able to be heartless about things. You know, I never realized how big your church actually is. It's huge. It, it, we can sit 350 people in that sanctuary. Yeah, that is. And that's seated. Uh, Standing room, I bet we could fit 500. 
I remember being at this church. I don't remember this church. I mean, maybe the, the overview of like the map makes it look bigger than it actually is, but this thing looks huge. It's it's enormous. It's a very big building. I'm trying to figure out now. You said that the cross was on Peterson. Yeah. I wonder if I could uh, get onto the uh, road here. Where's this little guy? Here he is. Let's get you down there, buddy. So. Uh, okay, so the uh, the the literally the big ass white fucking cross in the in the front of the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could definitely see that. So if this is how it looks right now, just from this view, it literally looks like two sticks that are put together. Yep. And this thing used to light up. Mm-hmm. I think uh, that's something that, like, I th- again at this time in your career. I think it's something just to bring up, like, hey, let's just find out how much it would cost. Right. Like, not get it What's done. It just give yeah. me an idea. Yeah. Ooh, so, we're about to uh, – there, there was a lady who died last summer. Yeah. Um, wonderful woman, very dedicated to the church. Um, she was just old. It wasn't a COVID death. It was just – she was, like, 94 or something. Okay. Um, but she left, she left the church $50,000 in the sale of her home. Oh, that's nice of her. It's wonderful of her. Uh, we're we're using about half of that money to repair our organ. Um, gotcha. Because uh, we have a, I didn't know this, but this is just something that our organist has told me, and maybe he's got a vested interest in telling me this, but I don't think so. He's not that kind of guy. But it's a it's a it's a, an incredibly rare antique instrument. Okay. Um, it was handmade in Germany. And custom made for our church. Really? And shipped over here in pieces and assembled here in Chicago. Uh, so it's, it's a valuable historical artifact. And, you know, our use of it aside should be restored because it's good to take care of things that, that are of, of good historical value. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to spend about $28,000 this fall fixing that organ and we're going to have an organ concert. We're going to have like an, a real, our, our current guy can play the organ and he's good. He is not an organ professional. So he's going to find a professional organist to come play for us um, and put on a concert. And it's going to be incredible. It's, it's going to be absolutely amazing. Um, but that still leaves like $12,000. I'm sorry, $22,000. Alright guys, that's where we're going to cut this part of the live stream off uh, for this episode. Uh, we'll continue on onto the next episode after this, so make sure you check the uh, part two out. Um, I hope you guys enjoy um, the conversations we have, where it's just mostly just banter and conversation about random things as we sit here. And a lot of the show was talking about uh, church, and particularly the one that Cartoon Joe is uh, associated with. Uh, we'll dive more into uh, some of the you know the interviews that we used to do and. Some of those topical conversations uh, more as we get back into this. But really, we just kind of wanted to recap what we've been going on. And uh, clearly, there's more going on with Cartoon Joe's life than mine because, uh, come on now, I'm boring. Before we wrap up, I just want to give a special thanks to the sponsors of the show. Uh, Ballwash.com, huge sponsor of the show. We uh, appreciate them being part of uh, Freaknet Studios with us. Make sure you check out Ballwash.com. Buy their incredible merchandise, everything from shampoos, conditioners, to body washes, um, and so much more. Fill your card up. Use the promo code FREAKNET. It'll save you 15% on your entire order at BallWash.com. Also, uh, thank you to Audible.com for being a sponsor of the show, where you get thousands of titles that can be read right to you. You don't have to worry about the hassle of reading yourself. Have someone read it to you like you're a child in bed ready for sleeps. Go to audibletrial.com today, audibletrial.com slash freaknet today. Give yourself a 30-day free trial plus a credit to your first book. And why stop at uh, audiobooks when you could also get music and even podcasts? Uh, absolutely free and available at Amazon Music. That's right. Go to getamazonmusic.com slash freaknet today. Sign up and get a 30-day trial of thousands upon thousands of uh, songs that are available right to you, as well as podcasts um, right at your fingertips. Again, get amazonmusic.com slash freaknet. Sign up today. Give yourself a 30-day free trial of it. Guys, make sure you check out cartercomics.com. That's right, Carter. 
Comics.com. Proud partner of the uh, Freaknet Studios family. Uh, We're happy to be working with them. Uh, Pick up all your amazing comic book uh, wants and needs. Dude has so many titles available, and they're all graded, too. Uh, I don't know much about comics, still learning about it, but... The dude keeps throwing out 9.4s, 9.7s, 9.8s, and I gotta tell you, it sounds pretty close to being damn near perfect. And these are the books that he offers up to you guys. All you gotta do is go to cartercomics.com, sign up, become a member of his uh, amazing uh, website, and start buying your comics. You know, who knows, maybe uh, maybe we got some giveaways going on that uh, you guys maybe enjoy. So make sure you check out all our amazing sponsors. Help them out because helping them out help us out here at this freaking show. Which you can find us as we release the episodes on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher. Even go go on to your, uh, your Alexa dot and say, Alexa, play this freaking show and it will play you the most recent episode of the podcast. Make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter just by searching this freaking show. That's all I got, guys. As always, I am Travesty. Alongside me was Cartoon Joe, and we will see you on the next episode of this freaking show. I'm out.